This is HNN. Good evening. This is HNN, the Hollow Table News Network. It's your not even remotely close to around the clock Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes news, reaction, review, theory crafting, and more source. I am Pico Brita, your host, and I am joined by the one, the only, Celiac Sarah. Sarah, how are you doing this this fine evening? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm uh, I'm coming from an undisclosed location somewhere in the state of <laughs> Michigan. Uh, I'm, I'm in the middle of a, a car road trip that I haven't done in a few years, but you know, Hilton Properties are treating me well, I guess. That's but, cr- yeah. yeah. I, I've got a baby to the side just playing nice. Oh, I don't know if you can hear him spinning all the toys around, but no, no. All right. So if you hear him shriek, it's because a ball got too far. <laughs> <laughs> That's an awesome age, though, when you can kind of just put them down and they can kind of entertain themselves for a period of time. And it's just like it's those little incremental, you know, those yeah. little incremental growth things that you don't realize, like they just add up to like, wow, I got 15 minutes of free time today or something like that. So, yeah, it's crazy. I'm like, I remember when you just slept. Yeah. so anyway so he's off to the side and and we can talk star wars awesome awesome uh we got some news uh in fact we got we got some news i really wasn't expecting today so yeah we uh i I wasn't either so we got we got the bow requirements so we Mm -hmm. know what that's going to look like we got the the paz vizsla kit so we've, (laughs) we've got some interesting stuff so yeah. Um, where do you want to start? Do you want to start with the kit? Do you want to talk about her requirements? What are you thinking? You know, let's let's go through the kit because I want to play a little bit of speculation game with the because I, I have some thoughts on the, the characters and what they mean. So I'm I'm super interested. Okay. Okay. So um have you read his kit yet? Because I still haven't. <laughs> I have not read him, but as I'm driving all over the great state of Michigan, which I can't believe I said the great state of Michigan, uh, I, I listened to a couple of podcasts uh, in the car. So other people read it to me, which is nice. Like that used to be a part of my routine is that you used to read me kits. Yeah. Um, and now that I'm here, I, I have to participate. So it was it was nice to hear that for, for once. So <laughs> I was going to say, so there's no slacking, but you yeah. have to relax. Yes. All uh, right. You want to read or you want me to read? I'll, I'll read it. Okay. I haven't... I feel like you've just... Uh, you, you know what's coming. And I, I the only <laughs> thing I know about is heat or overheat or yeah. something like that. Um, okay, so he is... So the Paz Vizsla, obviously Mandalorian, also a tank. He's light side. And uh, that's it. Is a requirement for new bow that is yep. coming at some point. They They basically let it be known here that she is coming she's an epic confrontation which is the same uh structure as general skywalker and malik um and she's a seven star unlock so we don't need to worry about hoarding get currencies so spend away get rid of it get rid of it use it all right um so basic is stalwart barrage uh, deal physical damage three times to target enemy, gain three stacks of heat to a max of 10 or overheat max 20 until the end of the battle, which can't be copied, dispelled, or prevented. Um, 
if he has five plus stacks, if he he gains one stack of resilient defense to a max of 10 until the end of the encounter, uh, at least one stack of overheat deals an additional instance of true damage to target enemy, which can't be evaded. That's pretty nice. I like I like true damage. Okay. I'm assuming there's going to be clarification on why it's heat or overheat. Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, I, I guess we should probably say that you'll probably hear some spoilers. Um, oh, yeah. Of Paz Vizsla. Um, if Good point. you haven't seen episode three of The Mandalorian, it's weird flex, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so Also, wa- like, <laughs> why? watch it. Why? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but... Yeah, so they'll they'll kind of go through what that what that is. All right. Um, so first special is ancestral broadside, which is a cooldown of three. Yep. Deal physical damage to all enemies and inflict breach and critical damage down for two turns. Okay. Gain five stacks of heat to a max of ten or overheat max of twenty. So five stacks of either or, I guess. Yep. Uh, until the end of the battle, which can't be copied, spelled, or resisted, or prevented, sorry. Um, gain one stack of resilient defense, max of 10, until the end of the encounter. Mandalorian allies recover protection equal to 10% of Paz's max protection. Um, five plus stacks of heat, light side Mandalorian allies gain critical avoidance up for two turns. 10 stacks of heat inflict days on all enemies for one turn. Wow. That is nice. Uh, Five plus stacks of overheat remove 15% turn meter from all enemies. That's not bad. And I I believe, and I don't remember if I read the Q&A, but I think I saw someone say that those are additives. So if you're at Mm -hmm. five stacks of overheat, you'll get the critical avoidance up days on everybody and 15% turn meter. Okay. So that is that is nice. Yes. Um okay, so special two vengeful incineration, cooldown of three, and it's a Zeta. Deal physical damage to all enemies and inflict burning for two turns. Inflict expose and stagger on target enemy for one turn. Paz gains protection up 50% and retribution for two turns. Nice. Uh, this ability deals 30% more damage for each stack of overheat Paz has. Yikes. Remove yep. all stacks of overheat. And overheat can go to 20? It can go to 20. Oof. So that could theoretically hit very hard. Yes. Yes. Um, Yikes. In the event last week, I saw a really big number playing around with it once. It was it it got pretty like I think it I don't remember what it was, but it was it was a big number and it's an AE, so it's it's yeah. a big number against a number of a, a number of, of targets. Damn. Okay. Uh unique one legacy of the house Vizla, Zeta, and an Omicron. Um, at the start of battle, Paz gains 10% defense and max health for each other Mandalorian ally. Uh, and 15% defense and max health for each other light side Mandalorian ally. Is that additive? I don't know. Let's see if I can find the Q&A. Um, anyway, uh, whenever Paz gains taunt, he dispels it and gains two stacks of resilient defense, max of 10 until the end of the encounter. He has plus 10% crit avoidance and defense for each stack of resilient defense he has. 
at the start of each encounter. If the ally in the leader slot is a light side Mandalorian, Paz gains frenzy for two turns and two stacks of resilient defense, max of 10 until the end of the encounter. Uh, whenever he loses a stack of resilient defense, he gains one stack of heat until the end of the battle, which can't be copied, dispelled, or prevented. At 10 stacks, abilities and effects that generate heat instead generate overheat. Okay. Yep. Cool. Stacking, max of 20 until the end of the battle. Blah, 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 blah. Whenever he gains overheat, he gains 10% turn meter. Whenever he's inflicted with a debuff that can be dispelled, he gains 5% turn meter. Interesting. That's really nice, because... There's yeah. a lot of debuffs that just go, that can be dispelled that that kind of get out there. So that's gonna that's gonna be a big TM game for him. I I think. Yeah, that means you could theoretically be building that heat or overheat really quickly. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay. So the first time he reaches one percent health, he dispels all debuffs on himself, recovers a hundred percent health, gains damage immunity for one turn, takes a bonus turn, and then is defeated. And all other lights that Mandalorian allies recover 100% protection. Okay. During this bonus turn, his cooldowns are reset. He has plus 100% offense and his heat and overstack. <laughs> overheat stacks are set to max. Cool. Heat plus 10% potency per stack. Abilities gain additional effects. Yep. Overheat plus 10% offense and minus 5% tenacity per stack. Yikes. Yeah. So. When that goes off for him, he's going to end up with 100% turn meter and 700% offense on that incinerate ability. That is insane. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be crazy. And and I, I checked. Uh, it is 10% for Mandalorians plus 15% for light side Mandalorians. So 25. So for, so for 25. So you Ooh. want as many light side Mandalorians as you can get on that that team from from that side. So, wow. Okay, that's good to know. Yeah. Um. Okay, so that's that's just the unique before you even yes. get into the Omicron. Yes, correct. We're not even okay. So he has a territory battle Omicron. Yep. Um. He while in territory battles, he has plus twenty five percent defense, max health, and max protection. Yep. At the start of each encounter, he gains three stacks of resilient defense until the end of the encounter. Um, whenever an enemy is revived, interesting, he gains five stacks of heat um, or overheat until the end of the battle, three stacks of resilient defense until the end of the encounter, 50% turn meter, all light side Mandalorian allies recover 50% health and protection. And he inflicts all enemies with healing immunity for two turns, which can't be evaded or resisted. I read that as the stacks, right? The stacked yeah. characters. Okay. I'm reading that as the stacked characters too. Like I'm curious yeah. if you were to go in and like the troop, like the trooper revive kind of thing or. Yeah. I mean, and, and those are annoying, but it's, it's more the, the, the stacked bad guys that are the pain in the butt that, which is why mm -hmm. Jedi Calcastus is so awesome. Cause he, they, they can't come back either. So yeah, um, oh yeah, that's a lot. So let me let me ask you with the territory battle Omicron on him. Yeah, do you think that we're gonna get 
a planet tied to the Mandalorians? Maybe. I mean, I was I was curious about this because I was like, where would you go with with like the Mando show? And then I was thinking about it. I'm like, well, Tatooine was actually decently important in the yep. Mandalorian. Yeah. So I could see that being like a jumping point for another um planet to open up. Yep. Whether it's Mandalore or whatever it ends up being. Yep. Um that I mean, I don't see why they would give him a territory battle Omicron yeah. if they don't want us to do something with him that's going to lead to something Mandalorian related. It also makes me wonder if Nubo is going to like if you're gonna want her for territory battles yeah, as well. Yeah. It's it, it's it's at the point that Rise of the Empire. So we're a year into Rise of the Empire at this point, or, or pushing close to a year. Yeah. And we're pretty stagnant. And, and I know not not everyone is is you know hitting 36 plus stars and everything, but we're, we're kind of stagnant on the team. Like we not we're, we're at the point that we have more teams than we have missions because mm-hmm. some of the forced characters in those cases. So even if I thought this was like the coolest Omicron in the world. I don't use the Omega Omicron enough now because there's just no point in the, in doing it with some of the teams because of the, there's just not enough slot, slots available. It almost feels like you need to bring them onto a planet or you need to do something to have them unlock or, or something similar to that point. So, uh, it I I think that there something's going to come with this and in, in Rise of Rise of the Empire. So it feels like it. Like I I mean I feel like it would just be a big, um. What's the word I'm looking for? Like, kind of a distraction if it doesn't. Yeah. Although, the timeline that these characters are in are not part of Rise right. of the Empire, which is right. the yeah. That's I don't know. That's it's um. I I see what CG did in terms of like making t- the territory battle like Rise of the Empire yeah. and all that kind of stuff, but the fact that they made it a modular map. And that you could add and take away yeah. as you see fit. And all these plans are so intertwined across the timelines that it's, I don't want to say they kind of like painted themselves into a corner by titling it Rise of the Empire, but I feel yeah. like they almost did because now people are going to be like, well, we can't get that because it's not the timeline. And it's like, just make it open to everything being added. Like, yeah. just, I feel like that would make it a lot easier on them as well. By the way, I am not laughing at you. I am I am watching little man tear Yoda to shreds right now, and it's absolutely hysterical. So yeah, <laughs> that's great. The, the bouncer chair was not entertaining enough. So yes, here yes. we are with, with the Yoda. <laughs> Everything's fine. <laughs> so so that is passed again. He's going to be a cool tank. He's going to do some damage. I do think that that on that dying condition. Yeah, you know, he's gonna do. He's gonna rip off a ton of damage. Um, I kind of think the the build it up and tear it apart mechanic with with overheat is pretty cool, mm-hmm. um, and I think it fits thematically. Um, but I'll think it'll be fun. I I will. I am disappointed in the artwork for him. Okay, because I don't think he looks stocky enough. Like when when I yeah. when I picture Paz from the the show, to me he looks like he's like seven feet wide. He, yeah. he looks the, the artwork is great. I just kind of wanted to see him more like barrel chested and kind of just like just Bigger. you know big massive dude. But um, 
Going I am well. just be, I am being as entertained as he is right now watching all of this. <laughs> so if you hear uh, any smacking, it's little man hitting the microphone. Yeah, yeah. It's uh what is that and why can't I have it? Um so yeah, I, I think he'll be a super cool kit. And again, um I, I think you know, been trying to figure out what the team's gonna look like that he's gonna be a part of. I think we got a little bit of of a view of that today. Mm-hmm. Um, because what I, I think we were a little surprised. We Definitely. got the bow requirements, which I yeah, was not expecting that. I was expecting it to be in the road ahead or something similar to that. So yeah. Um yeah, so so folks, another we're gonna call this another um spoiler. Mm-hmm. That, you know, because again, if you don't want to we're gonna talk about the other two characters. If you don't, if you want to be surprised over the next couple of weeks. <laughs> I don't know, skip ahead, you know, five, four or five minutes. Right. Uh, but so they, they announced that we're going to get uh, Bo-Katan, Mand, Alor. I don't like the way they spell that. That's weird. But um, yeah, but Bo-Katan, the leader of the Mandalorians, um, we know that we need the Mandalorian Beskar armor at Relic 7, Paz right. Vizsla at Relic 7. So, so be ready to get after that. Um, and then they announced two. The first, I don't think this was a surprise to anybody, but we're going to get the IG-12 and Grogu together, and I assume this is driving the mecha suit. I The, the no suit? It's going to be yes. hilarious. It's going to be awesome. To, I can't wait to see what those abilities are. Yes, yeah. It's it's going to be... <laughs> secretly, you want Meathead to actually write the ability names, don't you? Oh, totally. Yeah, like, I, I think that this is this is where he could he can finally let the full Meathead shine in, right. and just he would do phenomenal from that side. Um, and then i think the one that that really surprised me is we're gonna get keller and beck or technically jar jar banks is coming into the game because it's Ahmad (laughs) best but the Ahmad best jedi is is coming in as well as as the fourth character that's needed for it um what are your thoughts i i'm not surprised at all by ig12 yeah. Um, Keller and Beck seemed like a random one. I'm not mad about it. I just yep. it felt a little bit random. Um, I am. I think what I'm more surprised about is the fact that this is an epic confrontation event, and the requirements are four characters. Yeah, like that. Yeah, it doesn't say epic confrontation to me, but. It's also on par with the Denver with the December release. It is. It totally is. I was expecting tons of requirements, though. I yeah. was like, we're gonna have yeah. like dark side requirements, we're gonna have light yeah. side requirements. I'm like, there's gonna be so much stuff. And there's four. And like other than bam, three of them are new marquees. Yep. So like that's expensive. So do you think IG twelve and Grogu is going to be a Mandalorian? Hmm. Well, it's definitely gonna be droid. Yep. I think he would be Mandalorian because at this point, Grogu, spoiler, 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 <laughs> has made the decision yep. to come back to to Mando with yep. the the um chainmail on. Yeah, that's right. Yep. Um, and and uh, Din Djarin's been like training him, so to yeah. speak. So I-, I could see him being tagged Mandalorian. So. 
what I'm hoping out of Beck is that he's just not another Jedi that maybe works well with Jedi Knight Cal Kestis. Right. But he is the Jedi Council character that pulls together the Luminaras and mm. the Amagundis and the Kit Fistos and pull all of them together onto a workable team. Mm-hmm. That that's that's my goal for him or what my my hope that he's oh, he's yeah. the Jedi turn polisher. That could yeah yeah that would be good because we need that. Yep. yep. And like it kind of rewards people who did take those characters to high relics because yeah. we needed them for platoons and like now you have you can use them decently if you if you've got a turd polisher with them there's no way he'd be a rebel would there oh i don't think so. i mean they i mean they clearly clearly say the best jedi yeah um i would expect that he would be a jedi i, I mean that doesn't mean you can't have jedi and rebel because old ben he so so he didn't make it out of that scene did he i don't believe he did yeah, so there's no way he could be a rebel because they're not going to put a, some the re, the rebellion didn't exist in, in Order sixty six. That would be that would be silly. From, from I that side, so I'm curious if IG twelve and Grogu, which I would just uh, man, I got to think of a good name for that, like Chupio, because I'm not going to say IG twelve and Grogu, but um, <laughs> I wonder if they're going to have the unaligned force user tag. Oh, because. Would be kind of cool. That would be wild. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't even think about that. Um, Droid Mandalorian unaligned force user. Yeah, uh, it's like mall on steroids. Yeah, that's a. I don't know. I, it's going to be interesting to see how that that works out. It's it's. Um, I was not expecting to see this today. I sat down to mm-hmm. to get something to eat and kind of opened up my my laptop and, and took a look and saw that. And immediately with with Beck, I started thinking of. So so, where is he going to go? And I just don't think we need another random Jedi. I mean, it would be great to have another random Jedi, but I don't think we really need one at, at this point. So, no, I don't think we do either. And and I don't see a case where it goes with the new Bo-Katan because the new Bo-Katan teams is likely going to be what new Bo, mm-hmm. old Bo, Beskar, Paz. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then either it's going to be IG twelve or the armor. It's going to be one of the two right. of them. Because those are the yeah. only light. I don't. It's not going to be Sabine. There's, it's not going to no be way. Sabine. Yeah. Um. It's not going to be Mando. Nope. Um. Yeah. I don't. I don't see it being anybody else. Yeah. Yeah. Dang. I. Yeah. I'm curious. I hope that this is a, if it is like the December, like this is going to be the December event. I'm really hopeful yep. that it's going to be like a permanent one and not yep. a, a, you know, go away after a week kind of thing. I, I've decided I'm I'm not going to, I'm, I'm not going to do anything more than what I typically do when a new character releases until they tell us what the release cadence is. And if the, the release cadence is, it's always there, like all the other December characters. I don't think I'm going to rush this one. And it, it, she may be great. Like the team may be great and everything. I just, I, I just don't think I'm going to rush this one, but I, I, I'm definitely not going to do it in advance of, of right. you know, where we're trying to get to. So um, yeah. Yeah. Of being told. Yep. Um, yeah. That makes sense. I think, I think that's wise. They're, they're doing some weird things with the release cadence and stuff, which is fine. Yeah. Um, And they're definitely 
whether it's a one-off or them testing things or what the deal is, they're definitely doing some interesting things with the packs and like yeah. the additive drop events and all that kind of thing. Um, and I think that has a big impact as well. I I was somewhat surprised we did not get another light seat speed bundle announced with this, considering that they loaded a bunch of those into into the game. I wonder if we won't see that for a little bit. Yeah. Not, not, be. not like a little bit, but like if it'll be like in a week or two weeks, like yeah. with a road ahead kind of thing. Or, Although or maybe... the other ones weren't with a road ahead or they no, were just... They, they just, they dropped with the, they dropped with the Marauder. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, and there's going to be seven of them this time. So, and, and I was trying to figure this out and I, I, I think... And I, I, I forget because I know I was asking a bunch of questions. But there was not a Ray pack and there was not a Kylo pack. What right. they released was a Jedi training. They, they Jedi training Ray and BB-8 yes. were the actual characters, which were journey guide characters. Correct. They just gave you all of the members of the faction. Like I, I wonder if what we're, we're really getting is a Chewbacca lightspeed bundle, yeah. which would give you all of the bounty hunters. Ooh. You know? Which would let you get a whole yeah. executor and like, yes, yeah, so, you know. So mm-hmm. it's are, are we going to get? Is that the way they're going to do it? And then that that's how you kind of flow everything up into to the the legends. And yes, you may need to go farm some things. Like mm-hmm. I'm trying to think. Um, was new gunray needed for Lord Vader? Yes. Although no, because if you do, because if they put a Padme in and they give you all the separatists, oh, that would just be insane. <laughs> It would be ridiculous. <laughs> like I was actually saying um, to Zareth last night when we recorded Crate, I was like, I would like to see like a Jedi Knight Luke one. Um, yeah. Because you've got, we were talking about it and and we were saying like Jedi Master Luke is such a great GL to go for. Yep. But the the downside of him is you have to get Jedi Knight Luke. And then to get Jedi yeah. Knight Luke, you need to get all these other characters. And a lot of them are get farms. Yep. And if you do a Jedi Knight Luke one, where you want to push Empire TV, you want to push people getting yeah. into this end game content. You don't want them to be purposely doing old content because yeah. it rewards more of the old currency. Why not just put all of that into a bundle? Yeah. And again, we'll just make it easier for 10 bucks. We'll make your problems go away. Right. Exactly. Yeah. You know, Womp is a pain in the butt to get because you have to use get to do it. Fine. Mm-hmm. We're just going to give you a Jedi Luke and Wampa's included in it. And now here you go. Thank you for playing and, and call the day. Right. Um, if they put all those light speed <laughs> bundles, I see a lot of grown adults asking for Apple and Google play cards for Christmas so that they can then turn around and get super relic characters and all of the other fun stuff. Like, because so think about the chewy one. All of a sudden, now all of your bounty hunters are relic seven. Right. That would be huge for people from that that's, side. That's unreal. And like, yeah. yeah. And, and even so, so tag that on as, as you look at um, Rise of the Empire. Mm-hmm. Now, all of a sudden, you're getting enough relic characters in your guild that you can just do all the platoons all the way through the first three, the first three phases. Yeah. So, there's only, yeah. there's going to be like one off random characters, yeah. but that's yep. really not that bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that I think these lightspeed bundles are fantastic. Yep, we, yep, yeah, yeah. 
Um, but okay, so that is the that's the news. That's what we we yes. got so far. Um, okay, sorry, we we've got some keyboard mashing. No, nope, it's it's okay. <laughs> um, okay, so let's let's talk about our our big topic because like the news is is fun and all, but it's kind it of is. small. Well, and and there's been some big topics over the past couple of weeks. I mean, there's been a lot yeah. of just stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I think we have it, it's time that sorry, I think it's time that I acknowledge that yes, CG is out to get us. <laughs> they they okay. want us to suffer. They want us to suffer. They want to make this game miserable so that no one can get anything of importance. They can't have anything. Um you know, everything is really designed to figure out how do we how we make the players miserable, which is why they came out with this whole additive drop thing that almost got everyone in the game Leia. I mean, I what were they thinking? What 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 is this? And, and to really like rub salt in our wounds, they made the drop rate insane. Yes. And then when you finished it, you yeah. could start doing things like getting zeta mats for all of those characters that they forced you to buy for ten dollars that that were awesome you know two weeks earlier (laughs) (laughs) it was a very good additive drop yeah yeah um i would love it if they did that kind of stuff all the time like i i blew through so many crystals i'm more likely to spend my crystals this way and then be like oh i'll top up with ten dollars worth of crystals or twenty dollars worth of crystals and carry on and so they they did additive drops on a portion of her requirements twice now yeah because they also did the additive drops for rex and nisa mm-hmm. a few months back yes yes so, that's right yeah again look i i think it's again I, i'm somebody who spent on her and and i'm i'm glad that i have her and she'll get me some wins in grand arena this week but I'm glad they did it because this lets other people catch up to me so that when we get to the raid that I can get more resources out of the raid is the way that I look at it. Totally. And, and I will that's say, the big win. Um, so for me, I like I was planning to spend my crystals and stuff on the Leia requirements. I was yep. waiting to see where Drogon went farmable before I spent more of them, um, which he is farmable now. Yep. Cantina, absolutely amazing. Um, but I was waiting to to see that because if he went to Cantina, I wasn't gonna buy his shards. I was yep. gonna buy scout shards and if etc. You get the idea. Um and these additive drops. So with the idea of spending for the shards and all that kind of stuff, I wasn't gonna have enough uh crystals, so I was gonna have to buy some because I think I had about eight thousand at the time, okay. which is fine. Um but I was projecting to be starting the Leia farm mid to late November. Okay. So within like three to four weeks and I am done. She, Just she punctuation mark yeah, right there. <laughs> I, I am so fed up. No, yeah. <laughs> uh, she's unlocked. She I'm, I'm farming her ultimate. Yeah. Like, those additive drops were so good that I I started farming the tickets or I started doing her event while the additive drops were happening. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Um, and there's a lot of people that got into that same same boat. And it was, you know, 
I think there are a lot of people in the same situation that you were that they weren't expecting to be able to do this until probably end of November, early December. Yeah. You know, those people have pulled it forward into October. I think we're seeing people that didn't think that they would be able to do it until next year. They're like, I might now have her ready for the first week of, of the raid. Like if, if that timeline aligns. So yeah, I think it's, it's worked out really great for people. And again, I think it's smart for CG to put it in a situation that people get to participate. Right. People get to be involved. That That's what they want. They want people to be able to play the game. Well, and like, that's the thing, because now as well, we know that the raid is going to have a limited shelf life. Yep. Um, you want to maximize your return on that investment. That's a great. I, I hadn't thought about it that way because we had you know there were a lot of people that complained about i dumped all these resources into these characters that that or it took me so long to get it and by the time i unlocked java the raids ending mm-hmm. they just accelerated all these people to be able to get into the raid sooner rather than later it's it's like they're you know they're trying to wipe away some of that yeah that mess associated with it even so i will say um because I, I, I'm not going to say everyone was in the same position as me. Like, I went into the additive drops with Rex Dunn, yep. Nisa, Scout, and Drogon were all five stars already. They were all almost six stars. Like, I went in in a very good position yep. where I only needed roughly, like, 120 to 150 tops shards yep. of each character. Um, Professor X, to use that account as an example, has... Uh, finished Nisa and yeah. like did not finish Rex, finished Nisa, did not like uh, buy buy shards. Scout Trooper needs 70 shards. Yeah. And um, Drogon needs just around 100, I believe. Yes. Yeah. So, like, even for somebody that wasn't in or an account that wasn't in the same area, like, Dulea is going to be ready to go. Yeah in or around the time that the raid drops is yep. my guess yeah. yeah and and again I, I think they put Drogon on 6C yeah six, which is a 6 something which is a pretty low energy node I believe again yeah. it's Cantina so who cares I guess I guess 6C is not I, was, I forget that there's a that, I don't know 6 doesn't seem like a high one but um, yeah, I mean I it's not an 8 energy cost one but yeah it, but it's, it's still it's cantina yeah so it's gonna be considerably faster like i'm now like wondering if i'm gonna finish drogan on professor x before i finish scout <laughs> i'm like do i need to like yeah. refresh more on scout to make yeah. them finish around the same time um but it it's a good position to be in yeah yep and, and it honestly it, it says to me if they want us getting this character they want us participating yeah. in the raid yep so. Which just means we're going to be doing Leia mirror matches in Grand Arena for the next, you know, Oof. six to twelve months. So, um, no, thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. Yeah. Please. <laughs> um. So yeah. Um. Yeah, I like that. What are you? What's your big topic? So, so I want to talk about math. Oh boy, everyone's favorite topic. But love math. Before we do this, we have to set some ground rules. Okay. okay. So the, the ground rules here is because I'm going to sit here and tell people that the squish doesn't matter. <laughs> it, it, it really doesn't. And, 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 and here are the, the ground rules. 
if you are a grand arena player that just wants to be at the top, mm-hmm. don't listen to this. This is not for you. Okay. And I know that there are people that just want to be at the top and they want to live there. And I love living vicariously through solo and Zareth as they talk about what they do and the crazy stuff on that side. That is not who I am as a player. And I think, I don't know, I, I forget the total number of players in this game, but that represents less than probably 1% of, of the people in the game that, that it aligns to. If also at the end of listening to this, your response is, but I'm free to play Pico. I don't want you to listen to this either. Like this is not <laughs> designed for you because we're going to do some reason. We're going to, I'm going to talk a little bit around what this really means, but uh, at the end of last grand arena, okay, I fell out of K1. I fell into K2. This is the second okay. time it's happened. Mm-hmm. And the last time it happened, I became very obsessed with getting back into it. And, and I hear a lot about that. Like there's, we've got a lot of folks that are kind of in, in, at least in our guild. And I think we, on the H or the, the H and N server that are, that are kind of in this, like they're carrying over between the, this ping ponging between yeah. K1 and K2. And there seems to be a lot of gnashing of teeth. And I, and I understand it of people that are falling out of K1 into K2 because of the squish. So and, and what for me was really interesting is, you know, when, when I, and I fell out the last fight of 5e5, I fell into K2 and okay. then we go into the shutdown period. So I, I had like this long window of there was nothing I could do to uh, about it from, from that standpoint. So I, I sat down and I, I, I wanted to figure out what this meant to my crystal income because everyone talks about it where, where it is in, in that context. And, and I, and I wanted to, I wanted to figure out ultimately, like, what was this? If I was gonna, if I was gonna pay for the crystals I lost, what was this gonna add up to? Uh, so I, I did a couple of things. I, I decided to look at it over a two grand arena basis, mm-hmm. and the idea is, is you go five hundred, so you're gonna go nine and nine. And I did it over, I did it over a two month window, just because it's easier than figuring out five and four. Are you five and four? four and five because you can't you know in, in a one grand arena thing you can't really go directly 500 so if you do it over two you're nine and nine is what okay, it comes yeah. down to does it make sense yeah so okay so here here's here's the the math if we look at the k1 rewards all right if you are in k1 over that entire two-month window you're earning 260 crystals a day as part of your uh you know kind of the former arena payout right all right so over 60 days that equates to 15,600 crystals Finishing in first place in K1 is 900 crystals for a win. And that is, so that is 8,100 crystals coming out of that. And then if you finish in second place, regardless of what hyper rank you are, you will always get 200 for a loss. So that's 1,800. All right. So that's, it comes out to about uh, 25,500 crystals over a 60 day window. If we swing over to, to K2, what it costs you is, 20 shards per day. So it's 240 versus 260 is your daily payout. Yeah. And it costs you 75 crystals in a win. So instead of 900, it's 825. Right. So where this ties into is essentially K1, 25,500, K2, 23,625. There's a difference over two months of 1,875 crystals. What that equates to is about $15 a month in crystals is what it comes to. Okay. $15. 
Now, if you if we consider that, let's say you're super efficient mm-hmm. in Grand Arena, and you can clear Grand Arena in an hour, all right? That comes down to essentially about a buck fifty an hour is what it's costing you from this standpoint. If you just decide to go out and and just pay for those crystals to come back in from that side, right? Fifteen dollars okay. to make it go away. If you do it out across an entire twelve month window, it's about it, we'll we'll call it just over eleven thousand crystals. Mm-hmm. You're basically about about sixty dollars a year is what it's going to add up for you to to pay for that. When I saw that it really changed my mindset around grand arena. Okay. And, and and the point to this is there's this stress that I fell out of K1 to K2 and it's costing me. Mm-hmm. But, and, and again, I know not everyone is in this situation, but if it, if ultimately it's going to cost me $60 a year, it's not worth me getting up an hour early, you know, tomorrow because I don't have enough time to finish Grand Arena today and I'm going to be in a car all day tomorrow. So I have to get up an hour early so I can get it done so I can make those crystals, those 75 crystals back up. Right. And and, and that's the, and, and it's the, that difference is the same thing between K2 and K3. So it's, it's again, I, I understand that people get frustrated with this, where the squish comes into play, but it's really not taking a lot out of what's in front of you. You know, yeah, 60 bucks, that's a, that's a family dinner, you know, that, that you can, you can equate that back to a lot of different things, but the way that I look at it, and this kind of gets into this, I, where I get really confused with this free to play mentality. Mm-hmm. If the amount of, if you're willing to sit and listen to us talk four hours a month about galaxy of heroes, and then you're going to say, but I'm not willing to spend a dime on this game. You mean to tell me a hobby that you're willing to listen to me four hours a month on right. top of everything else you do, isn't worth $60 for your entertainment. Like th- that, that's where I, I kind of pull a lot of this back through. So that was, it, it just, for me, it, I, I think that that all of this, and, and look, I'm, I'm happy to post a spreadsheet up on the Discord server. And and, and I think, you know, some folks will take a look at the, at the math and it, it might make a little bit more sense, but I just don't think it's worth getting stressed about the reduction of crystals going from K1 to K2, because frankly, it's just not a lot. It just doesn't add up to being to, to being a lot, especially if you're looking at it over, over a very short window. I mean, so I was in the position where when I got bumped to like squish to K2, yep. I was like, oh, okay, I need to get back into K1. And it was like, a, uh, I shouldn't have been squished to K2. I need to get back into K1. Yeah. And then it kept happening. Like I kept ping ponging. And then I got to the point where I was like, okay, now I'm squished to K3. I need to get back into K2 where I yeah. am. Like I'm back in K2. I'm like, it's going to happen again. I'm going to get squished to K3 again because it keeps happening. Um, And now like, I just feel like there's just so much in the game that I can't yeah. spend my energy there. Um, For me personally, I think what I find frustrating about the squish and it doesn't even relate to crystals um, is that when they made the brackets they aligned like this percentage of the player base yeah. will be here etc cetera, etc cetera. and that's clearly not the case i understand why they need to do the squish um i think they just need to figure out the formula to make it work better um and then like it'll it would be fine the the other thing that no one talks about because I, people only want to focus on what's being taken away yeah um 
No one talks about the fact that the squish actually happens on both ends of the spectrum. So while yes. we are being squished down, people at the bottom are actually being squished up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's happening on both sides. So, which I can like I understand that that's not something that you would necessarily focus on because you might see it and be like, oh, it's a bug in my favor yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but it really is like a it's happening to kind of keep everyone close together so that you don't have people running away in their skill ranking. And then you never catch them even when they lose. Um, And so, yeah, I think part of it, look, it's easy to go through and and, and parse CG's words or or make assumptions of kind of what they thought, but you know, I, I, because they've never been the best with language, Mm-hmm. You know, I've I've wondered I I've, I've often wondered like when they talked about like we want this specific percentage of players in these buckets. Did they really mean we want a certain percentage of these players in the buckets when we start? Right. And this was always the intention, and and that's a much different thing. Is like, look, we wanted to start this, and we expect those numbers to grow and contract over a period of time, and then and if and if that's what they're setting up day one, does a lot of those other pieces kind of come back the the other direction? I, I do, you know, I, I don't, I don't believe that one day we're going to wake up and no one's going to be in K1 anymore because the number runs until the end of time. I, I think that they're, I think they have an end state that they want to get to. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that looks like from, from that side, but you know, the, the, the bigger thing is just, I, I think that if the end result of the squish is the top 100 players get into this kind of free-for-all bucket that they're the ones that are battling in and out and you've got a chance to get up there and earn your way into it and see how you stack up against them. I'm completely cool with that. Like if that's the end state that they want to get to, and they really want to have an exclusive battle Royale club, because I think all of these types of games do well with that. I'm, I'm cool with it. The, I, I think the bigger thing for me and is, is I, you know, when I had this epiphany that it, it, it just doesn't matter. It's not costing me a lot. Like, it became one of those things that my enjoyment of the game became more like I yeah. actually am playing grand arena. I, I I'm much happier in grand arena because I don't really care if I win or lose. Like it's, it's, it's now turned into this thing. Like I just want to actually enjoy it and kind of do what I want to do and mm-hmm. try things out. And if I lose, I don't get as upset because it's like, I'm not getting back there. If I don't get back there. I don't get back there. It's, it's, you know, it, honestly, the trip to McDonald's these days is is what that costs on a monthly basis, you know, because it's so stupidly expensive from there. So, yeah, I, I just it, it was it was interesting to me just kind of sitting down and actually looking at it from because I know that one of the big complaints is like CG's taking all these crystals, they're taking all these crystals. They're really not. It's it's nine hundred crystals a month is is what's coming out of that is is really what is coming down for people from that side. I think also what we need to look at is like we used a lot of those crystals. I mean, I shouldn't generalize, but a lot of us use a lot of those crystals to speed up gear or yes. whatever it is now. And now that that's kind of um, yeah, had a like gate open, so to speak, I, my crystals personally always go towards shards now. Like they yeah. never go towards um, gear or anything like that, which is why it's really easy for me now to kind of yeah. build build my stash back up again for when I need to refresh a leviathan event or whatever it is whatever the case may be that's a um, great point um 
Because there shouldn't be anyone that's using crystals on gear anymore. No, I don't think so. I'm, I'm, in my opinion, I mean, I'm sure there are people who do, but yeah, I don't think it's necessary anymore. It, again, I'm probably someone will say that you know the Cairo Ky- Ky- crunch is still real, and that might be a use case for it in some of those. But <laughs> I think people are also seeing enough Kairos come in that it's not necessary. Even we've got some of these big Cairo characters. I so I will say I'm actually surprised. I was hoarding the gear for. Nisa, Scout, Drogon, and Princess, Le- or not Princess Leia, Leia like Galactic Legend yep. Leia. Um, I was hoarding all of their gear so that when I finished the marquees, I would be ready to take them straight to Relic 7, Yep. start the, the Leia farm, wanted to have her gear ready to go so I could unlock her, gear her. And like I had everything hoarded to take them to Relic 7 and take Leia to Relic 9 right away. And Yep. I remember looking at my Kairos and being like, wow, I have so many Kairos and they're going to disappear as soon as I do this because all of these characters want Kairos and they want so many and it's fine. I geared them, um, unlocked Leia, geared Leia, and I still have over 600 light side Kairos yeah. and over 400 dark side. Yeah. And I'm like, this has never happened. And it's just because I was stockpiling. Like I was so focused on stockpiling that now I'm like, I've created a buffer for myself. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm not going to stop stockpiling. Well, and and think about, so if you think about that for a second, where is, where are your, your Afro requirements at? Like what, what your level are they currently? It's the more purple. So they're, they're probably like year eight, year nine. Let's say that they drop an Afro pack. Um, I hope they do. So not only do you do you bring that in, you mm-hmm. get four characters worth of Kairos disappear. Exactly. I I want that so yeah. <laughs> I, I well, I actually bought, I can't remember if I told you or not. I think I did. I bought the Radis pack. Um oh. the the one that did the pilots for, yep, for yep. Radis for Ray. And I solely bought it because I had four characters that weren't at relics from that pack. It was um L3. T3, Karth, and Young Lando. Yeah. And I was like, ah. I I honestly bought it. I, I'll say this, no shame, just for L3. I was like, I have been dying to take her to Relics. And I keep just getting distracted with all this other stuff. Yeah. And I was like, she's now Relic 5. And the other three are Relic 5 now, so that's a bonus. Um, and so you got 20 Relic levels worth of Bronziums. Yeah. For 10 bucks. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> this is yeah. perfect. So now I, I've been sitting here. I'm like, please give me an Afra pack because yes. I will buy that. And then I can get Afra and I can not have to divert yeah. you know, resources to it. If, if it doesn't happen, then I, I will have to figure out what I'm going to do. But yeah, these packs, like that's the other thing with them. Like you have all of this gear that you might be hoarding or stockpiling or in relic materials and whatnot and now you spend ten dollars and that gear stays there so i now have a question for you when we get to uncle owens okay uh, yeah that's uh this that's that's really interesting um i just thought of something so yeah yeah um okay well i don't really have a negative thing this week because everything feels pretty good 
Yeah. Um, I think my only negative, and it's not really negative, is I really want the road ahead. I know. I, I really, I really do too. I yeah. think we're, I think we're going to get one in the next couple of weeks. Yep. Yeah. I think it'll be aligned to the anniversary. I think that that's probably where, where they're shooting for right now. But um, yeah, I appreciate they gave us the bow information early, but yeah, I really just kind of want to know what the, the road ahead is, is going to look like. So yeah, I agree. Um, okay. So not that we were negative, but like, let's just roll into I love you. I know. <laughs> and why we are uh, still playing this game. I guess and next month is going to be eight years. Yes. Holy. Yeah. Okay. Um what are what are you loving? So I I'm excited for this new bow character mainly because I I I want to see what they're going to do with Kelrin Beck. Like that that's <laughs> the I you know, I got overly excited about Afra and I think I believed she was going to be something that she ended up not being, so I'm trying to temper my expectations. Mm-hmm. but I'm secretly getting like really excited that he's going to bring, you know, balance to the crappy Jedis. <laughs> and, yeah. And, and that that's where he's going to be. So I, I'm excited to see where that, that lands. Um, I really like this. I, I hope they do it. The, the always available, but I really like this always available December character. And I think it's just something, you know, fun to, to chase at the end of the year. So that's, that's really where I am. Yeah. I like that too. Um, so I said this earlier, but like I, I unlocked Leia way ahead of schedule. Yep. Um, which is great. And I don't know what rejuvenated this for me, but I went into this grand arena and it's a three V three grand arena. Like I normally like, whatever, let's see what happens. Yeah. And I went into it and I was like, I'm legitimately going to try. The first week was like absolutely crazy. And I, had way too much real life stuff happening to to actually focus on it um but the last week i was like this is great like i'm just gonna go in i'm gonna try yeah. and try different things change up my defenses try like i've been actively i mean i i have always actively worked on my data crons but i've been really actively working and like chasing yep. the right roles um so now i'm like oh i just in this this week of 3v3 i'm like oh, i've got leia i've got the drogon yeah. omicron i've got the drogon datacron i'm like let's just full steam ahead and see what happens so that's awesome um i i gotta share this this quick grander so i'm i am now three and three mm-hmm. i have scored a total of 41 points in those in 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 so 41 points that gave me two wins no one win came came out of that so i decided the first round i was just going to take tens on everything and i actually won one of them because my opponent didn't actually try they did yeah. not they did they did not they did not actually do anything so i i won that one by default so it was great. I ended up one and three. Then I was two two wins, and I went into the last round, and I I think I tried Malikos against their Ray and lost, and I only took out one character, so I had eleven points, and it was it was preloaded with with Ray and Ben, and I'm like I I just don't have 
this is this philosophy. Like, it's just not worth me stressing over this. So this, this was Monday. And my opponent came in and took a 10. So I was winning 11 to 10. 14. Yes. And, and it went all the way up. And I had a, I had a conference call from 4.30 until 5.30, which is straddles right over that. And in that 30 minutes, they went in and I don't remember what team it was. They took two people out on a team. They left the, the other character and they actually beat me 12 to 11. Gosh. <laughs> oh, man. So I just, I thought that was great. It was just the, it was the, you know, it was the the least amount of effort that the two of us could have put into that that, that battle from that, that standpoint right there. So. Oh, yeah. that's fantastic. And and that was that was fighting for the number one spot that that, that the two of us did that. <laughs> I feel like three v three brings out like the weirdest yes. uh, battle strategy. Yeah. In people. Yeah. And not like in a I don't mean that in a bad way. I just yeah. Humor. It's just it's the it, again you either love it or you tolerate it and yeah. 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 Exactly. So it's it's been interesting. Yes. Yes. Not mad about it. Um okay, I think we had Leviathan a couple days ago. We did. Uh so we can see if this has changed. Slightly. It has. It's gone up. Leviathan is now at 65%. Last yeah. time I checked it was at 60. Um so I guess that is something. Sure. It seems like a much slower uh, increase than I would have thought. What's more interesting is, I guess, so Profundity and Executor were tied. Mm-hmm. And now they, they they lost basically three points. And then, I don't know, the, the other two points came from somewhere, it looks like. Yeah, it looks like... Um... Everything. Oh, Chimera's lost a point. Executrix yeah. is moving in, and there's just a whole bunch of yeah, a whole bunch of stuff. Um, I don't know. It feels like it's. It just feels like it's going slower. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse yep. me. Which. Okay, I guess. I I did see one of the normal people that that gets in front of me. They've now pivoted to the Leviathan where they had not been doing that in the past. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Um, and again, it's 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 not a big deal because it's I I think I'm still my Sith Assassin is, is faster than one at least in, in on over there. So it's it's about every other day someone knocks me from two to six, but I have not dropped any farther than six. I've not dropped any farther than one battle away from where I want to be at the end of the day, which again, that's, that's the perfect bet as far as I'm concerned. So. Right. Right. Um, yeah, I know I, I hemmed and hawed over whether I was going to refresh it. And then I was like, I'll just wait again. So I still at five stars. Yeah. I think it's fine. There's no, no need to panic at least for me. Um, Okay. Do we want to go to Uncle Owen's Moisture Farm? We do. Let's go. And we can talk about who and what we're currently farming in-game. Um, do you want to talk about what you're farming? Sure, because mine will probably be a lot faster than yours. Uh, <laughs> so I am down to 
four Ewoks left to take to Relic 8 to mm-hmm. be done with all of the new raid characters at Relic 8. Uh, so I'm going to have a lot of fun testing optimal teams to kind of figure out what, what I can do to, to maximize that score. Um, and then I started this week um, building a spreadsheet okay. for kind of my next project. Okay, what's your next project? It's going to be bringing characters up to relegate because honestly, that that's all that there's left to do. But I think how I'm looking at it is thanks to Relic Nine mm-hmm. and and everyone else to Relic Eight. The problem is that that a, that a tank to Relic Nine is effectively that that step from eight to nine, or well, from seven to nine is essentially taking two characters to Relic Eight. That right. that's the that's the gap there because of the the air magnifiers. But um, I went through and and I with some help from Bodhi, I kind of pulled one of Bodhi's spreadsheets where he's been tracking character releases. Mm-hmm. Um, I think where I'm going to focus are the characters. I want to get all the characters that were released this year to Relic Eight, mm-hmm. and then all the characters released last year up to Relic Eight, and then I'll start kind of selectively bringing characters up where it makes sense. Ooh, actually, I like so, that way of doing it because you're yeah. you're focusing on the most relevant first. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then Bodhi only has it back through, I think, Q4, the, the Starkiller Q4, calendar Q4 was was the last one that he had. But um, yeah, and I'm going to just kind of mix and match to to figure out, you know, wh- where, who goes where. I do want to get some of the tanks up to, to Relic 9 just because hmm. I just kind of want to have them done is, is almost the, the way that I look at it from that side. So have that's, you looked? Yeah. Sorry to interrupt you. No, have you looked on the Swigga events? site on their um marquee schedule to see if it goes back further i i haven't but there's also enough characters on that that i have uh with this if i um so where is it the relic tracker let's pull this up um so if i look at just if i look at just the uh, that's not the tanks the attackers are the better one so um like there are, I've got three attackers that need to go to Relic Eight, and out of that that group, like through twenty twenty one, and there's that's another six support. Um, that 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 right there is a good three or four months to to get it done because right now the the because there is no way to get arrow magnifiers even if I wanted to spend all of the money in the world. Yeah, you get there. There are three weekly shipments for crystals for arrow magnifiers, and then whatever you can pull out of the raid. Yeah, it's just not a there's there's not a way to generate enough of them fast enough to think about anything that's previous to 2021. It'll take me a good chunk of time just to get all of those up to to that point. So, that's um, a good point. Yeah, yeah, because we're hitting the point where that arrow magnifier stash we had. I know for you it's gone. Yeah, it, yeah. And like for me, I'm like, oh, it's getting there. And I, I don't if if they want to make droid brains still scarce because R9 is the top of the list, mm-hmm. that's fine. I think they need to find another source of arrow magnifiers in the game because there are players that are starting to get to that point that they do want to start pushing into just like let's get characters up into higher relic levels, especially when you know things like a light speed bundle comes in that I get to magically just hand wave all of my characters up to a certain relic level. Right. 
you know, it's, it's people are going to start butting up against this pretty quick. So I, I think they need to find a way to adjust that, but um, I don't want that. I don't want that, that speed up to happen because that means R10 is coming along with it. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll yeah. leave it where it's at. So, um, but it just, it, it feels massively slow um, to, to do this right now. So, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. But that's where I am. Fair. Okay. Um, I, I'm farming gear. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, um. So I'm I'm doing the Mark twelve. I always do the Mark twelve furnaces in fleets whenever I don't have anything to farm yep. there. So I'm I'm doing that. Light side Kairos. I'm just spamming that node. Yeah. Um, signal data. I actually have started again farming. So I did like a a mod purge. I sold close to 200 mods yeah um unequipped well equipped and i went through and i got rid of all of my mods that only had flat secondaries on them yes um because i was like there's really now with relics being a thing there is um no need for me to have just flat that's a i haven't thought of that as a that is a garbage filter to get rid of there were a couple that i kept um if they had like insane speed or if it was a mod that like i have a shortage of crit damage offensive triangles or like whatever it was like then i kept it but other than that i'm like if it was a health circle with a health primary and three flat secondaries with some random amount of speed then i just tossed it um so that that was pretty nice and then i went through and i upped my minimum speed threshold so i sold everything that was below that and then okay. uh so i i purged quite a few so now i'm like okay i can go through now and focus on my gaps which are defense and offense sets so yep. i'm just alternating now farming that yep. some i'm farming mods i think i never thought i would say um <laughs> it's a very weird yeah weird position to be in right now it's so weird so fatal has a couple of of filters on hot utils mm-hmm. around like ideal offensive sets like uh, ideal offensive trying you know of the different the different mod types and i've been working on taking those up to 6a mm-hmm. and I think I'm down to about 19 mods left that I need to take up as part of that. So I, I think I'm going to start. I will probably start farming mods then again in earnest because then it's just starting to turn into I'm just randomly picking a mod and seeing what I can get to come out of it. And I think that's just a bad way to do it. So, yeah, but yeah, I'm, I'm starting to. It, it's funny the the defensive and offensive mods, I think, are the two that sets are, are I think that that's probably a good place to focus right now. Yeah, um, I I was just realizing when I was um I was trying to remod a couple of characters yeah. and then I was playing around with like Leia's mods and Drogon's mods and all this stuff and I was like, oh, I really need to yeah up up these sets a bit. So yay. <laughs> so so here here's the question that I thought of. Okay. Um let's put Afro to the side a little bit, because mm-hmm. everybody's put Afro to the side. Are you gonna go hardy at this new Bo Katan? I don't really know what else I'm supposed to do right now. <laughs> I'm like, 
I was so I was I pulled up our show sheet earlier today yeah. and I'm like, okay, I'll I'll drop like the kitten yeah. and like all this stuff. Yeah. And then I got to like the the moisture farm part. I'm like, what am I farming? Like, yeah, what am I doing? Um I I guess I don't know. So okay. Do I I feel like do I refresh with my crystals now to get Leviathan done? Because it's still only five stars. So yeah. maybe that's my next push. And then I, I honestly, I'm curious. I think I'm going to do what you talked about. And I want to see if Bo is going to be like a permanent or yes. a yeah. go away and come back. Um, If it is going to be sometime in December, I definitely don't think I will get her right away. Yeah. So spending a ton of money um because three marquees relic seven is a lot yep. as much i mean i could theoretically hoard that that signal data and relic material but also like you've got the raid coming so I'm like i could relic a bunch of yeah. those characters too yeah. and be in a really nice spot for when the raid drops oh i just i just don't know what to do with myself so we we started this year talking off talking a little bit about because you had knocked out two galactic legends last year and you were you were just wrapping up on on Jabba I think at that time mm-hmm. that you would you know you had kind of caught up like you're almost ahead. It's weird of, of, of everything. Like you're waiting for the next shoot. Like it, 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 like you you you've gone from like oh we cops to to now it's like no 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 I'm I'm waiting for the next thing to come like I'm 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 waiting to 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 kind of take that step it's it's a really odd place to be it is and and like aside the character shards being character shards like yeah now I can sit here and be like okay I'll just go stockpile the stuff that I know that almost yeah. everyone needs people want furnaces people want kairos people want yeah. you know stun guns like all this stuff I can just sit on it and like only I I would only at this point relic what I need to relic, whether that's for the raid or for bow. Um, it's kind of nice. It's a weird yeah. feeling though. Cause yeah. I feel like I should be chasing something. Cause I've been so used to chasing Yeah, that now I'm like, Oh, I, there's nothing out for me to chase. Yeah. I feel like I got the carrot. Like it's it's <laughs> at the start of the next conquest, I'll start gathering the material to take. Yeah, Gideon to to relic nine, but I mean like that. That's where that's where you start getting to in this point. Like when all of a sudden you get ahead of the game, and it's like, well, I I guess I'll just have everything ready for him. You know when that happens, and then it's it's just turns it like I, I was. It was funny. I was I had to update my. So I would buy, I would use the the one chip raid currency. Mm-hmm. I would buy anything on there that was under 800. Yeah. I've now had to increase that number to 900 because everything, all of everything that you can possibly buy with that is now up over 800. Like it becomes this point where you just, you're just always just stockpiling for when the next yep. thing happens. I was I was just going to say with that currency, I go through and I scroll through it every single time, and I go and yeah. I look for what is low, and like, you know, I I will buy some things repeatedly. Like I like to yeah. buy the um Mark Five and Mark Six furnaces yep. to to 
convert. Um, but then if they're not there and I see something that is lower than everything else, I'll just buy it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm like, all right, well, I either will need it or I won't need it either way. My, I'm like, especially now that they've got the currency capped, like I might as well spend it. Yeah. And, and, and this is where like when, when you start proactively putting resources away, it's like you, you said that, you know, Bo is going to be four marquees to relic seven. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, it's really only three because one of them's already in the game, but right. my best card Mandalorian is already at seven. It's, it's not, it, it's not even like getting four characters to relic seven. It's like, no, it's, it's, it's done. So now it's the, well, yeah, I, I guess I'm going to just start, you know, uh, it, when, when when you get to the point that you can proactively just start throwing things on characters, it just it just makes all of those other steps that kind of come along with that that easier. And like and Ramius and I've kind of been going back and forth around this because he he started the the Gear Twelve project and now mm-hmm. he's doing the, the Relic Five project. And you know he's like, yeah, he's like, you know, this came out and I had everything ready. Exactly. You know, and it, it just becomes this really weird. You know, I ended up outside of the four marquees for Leia. I had to add one relic level to a character to be ready for Leia. That was it. It's crazy. Like, yeah. Well, and like, that was the thing. Like I, these additive drops happened. And at first I was like, Ooh, do I have everything? And then I was like, yeah, yeah I do have everything. Yeah. So this, uh, this, there's no need to panic here. If I finish yep. early because I have everything. Yeah. It's a very, or, or what it does is freeing. Yeah. It gives you flexibility, like, oh, well, mm-hmm. I want to go take this team. I just, I want to build this team. I'd like to, you know, everyone talks about how great this team is. You know, everyone talks about how great Phoenix is now. I'm going to actually go take Phoenix into Relics and actually see if I can actually do something fun with them. Like that, right. that's where the, the game starts to change on that side as well, which again, as I keep coming back to these, was, could you imagine a, a light speed, a $10 light speed pack to get all of the Phoenix up to Relic 5 right now? Right. That would be insane. It would just be ridiculous, like, which is funny because I actually am taking my Phoenix up into Relic, yeah. so I'm like, okay, yeah. sure, but it, it it's so it's so easy just to get them to the like once you hit gear twelve and then you're like, okay, now I just need the gear twelve pieces, yeah, yeah. which accumulate surprisingly quickly. Yep. Um, again obviously depending on on where you are in your raid with your guild but yeah if that i I personally think and and i say this as somebody who like really pushed territory battles and wanted to maximize territory battle rewards and stuff um i I, and like our guild has always been a territory battle focused guild and like yes we try in territory war but we are territory battle focused that's where we've always been um we went when crate launched we switched to a raid focus and that's that's where we are like we're a raid focused guild and um like that's what we're going to focus on once this new raid comes too like that's getting to the equivalent of the rewards that you are getting now or higher is the best way to make sure you can keep pushing your roster forward as quickly as possible and I would expect us actually to push pretty quick into the equivalent of whatever's past 265 box just because yeah I, I again we we picked up a lot of layers this week and and I, I think we're 
this morning by noon today, we had 46 Jedi Knight Calcastuses, and that was because the other four people just hadn't been awake yet. Yeah. So, you know, like th- that that piece is, is gone. Zepho's going to be cool in two weeks. But again, Zepho's going to be a bunch more resources. Like exactly. the, the, the Kylo Crunch or Cairo Crunch gets a little bit easier from, from everyone on top of that. So, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So um, pushing into that is smart. Yeah. And, and we were close, actually, into pushing for the 416 box. We were about to do it. And then they announced yeah. the raid coming. Yeah. Um. So it would not surprise me at all if that's where we end up yep. going. Yeah. Man, what a time. It is. Um, and again, we're gonna we're gonna see some new stuff in the next month or so. So it's gonna yeah. be some extra exciting pieces. So I will say I don't know if what they're doing is a test or if it's one-offs or what the deal is. Um, I do hope genuinely that they keep doing things yeah. like this because it is so good. It eases off a lot of pressure for the player base and it makes the like overwhelm of starting the game yeah. as a new player considerably smaller. Yep. Um, and I think that's really important. I agree. It's going to be why I don't think it's a test. I, I think that this is a, a philosophical change. Uh, the last real test that we got was the the eight hard note attempts, which there right. there's a section of the people listening all of a sudden that just now just went into a rage because people are still <laughs> so upset about that. But in, in, in that one, it was clearly, we may dial this back. Right. So, and I guess they did say light speed, they may or may not bring them back. But I, I think that the fact that we immediately saw a bunch of packs of the data mine, I, I, I think that they're going to do it. So, yeah, I think they, I mean, they sold like crazy. Yeah. So, um, okay. I think we did it. We did. That That's it until, Maybe we'll have a road ahead next time. Maybe. Definitely, we should have some experience with Zepho. Yes. Yes. So looking forward to that. That will be wild. Um, Yeah, it's going to be a good time next time we record. Yep. It's always a good time. I shouldn't say it that way. (laughs) (laughs) I know what you meant. I know what you meant. All right. Well, then I guess we can call it. We can. Okay, everyone. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening. Um, Until next time, that'll do it. Chewy, we're home.